Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the AG podcast. Today is a special episode as we have all four champions uh, across AG on. Um, I am your host today, the Ash Cohen 09, and joining me on today's podcast is Riverman. Good evening, Rowan. Good evening, Ash. How are you doing? Yeah, all good here. How are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Back again quickly due to a title win this time, I think. <laughs> That's it. Also joining us on today's episode is Rhino. Good evening, Rhino. Evening, lads. It's good to have you on again as uh, Division Thank 4 you. champion after a cracking game at the weekend with Lost Boy. Um, also making his podcast debut today is Brian1867. Good evening, Brian. Hi, uh, you alright? Yeah, yeah. Good. Thank you for coming on and uh, hope you enjoyed it. And also Thank just you. tagging along today is Jam. Good evening, Jam. When you introduced River before me, I was wondering where this was going. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's okay, boys. When I win Division One next season, we'll see. We'll see who's on the podcast at the end. We'll see. I like the confidence. Uh, right. So just to run down for today's episode, we're going to start off with transfer deadline day, um, and then we're going to have a little look at Division One and Two. We'll then hear from Joe and the F1, and then we'll have a look at Division Three followed by the golf and then we will round up with division four so um transfer deadline day um obviously you know the best day of the season by far everyone gets involved some of the videos were brilliant at the weekend so really really well done to everyone that got involved with that um jam i'm going to start with you uh transfer deadline day for you was it a success did you get the players in you wanted oh 100 percent. it was <clears throat> it was absolutely manic to be honest because um I, I'm not one of these that works Monday to Friday, unfortunately. So I had to, I was at work, so filming the video, etc., was uh, was good fun. People wondering where I'd gone, and it took a bit longer on my dinner break. Um, but uh, but no, yeah, it was it was all good. Um, in terms of the actual players that I got in, it was uh, it was, yeah, it was quite a success. In terms of the uh, the deadline being obviously uh, I think about seven o'clock, wasn't it? Um, I think it was within about three minutes. I'd had about eighty million come in and about sixty million go out. Um, and one of my deals, I got fined for not doing the FDF properly or something, but it still went through. So luckily, we're, we're all good. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was very much touch and go in the last few minutes for me. Um, but all in all, I was quite happy with my business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. River, River, what about you? How was your business uh, on transfer deadline day? I don't think, did you bring anyone in through the BFA? You did, didn't you? Uh, yeah, 70 million. Yeah, mystery auctions at the end. It was um, I wasn't involved as much as I like to be because I, I wasn't around much on the day. I, was, I was managed to get my videos done, albeit not with as much thought or anything as I, I like to try and put into them normally. Um, I missed out on the player I really wanted because I just didn't uh, see the auction come up because I was busy. But I did manage to get a player in the sort of position I wanted. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, in Silas and Zumba, whatever his name is. Yeah, Five yeah. Skills, <laughs> big, big money spent as well. Um, yeah, I mean, have we got many people that like skill moves in the divisions now? I mean, now Subs has gone. Jeff. There's Jeff. always Jake you like to do him. Yeah, yeah, Jake's and Subs, but yeah. yeah Leon. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rhino, what about you? Obviously spent big money as well, deadline day. Oh, what's going on? Is he muted? I've unmuted myself. Oh, there, we there we go. There we go. Honestly, how has he won the Division Four title? Bloody hell! <laughs> um, yeah. Deadline day was uh, was a lot of fun and a bit like River, really. I was out for the day. Um, 
and uh, trying to keep track of the auctions while in the car, etc. Um, I spent a lot of money, I think a week before the deadline on Coita. Mm. Therefore, didn't really have a huge amount for deadline day, but I brought in, um, I can't remember his first name, but Kone, uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a CDM stud um, for 40 odd million. So he, he's going to be good. He was my only, my only purchase. But uh, very happy. Very. The, the videos were fantastic, weren't they? I, I really enjoyed them. Mine was a bit basic, but uh, I thought some of them were really, really uh, inventive. Um, Mark yeah. the Shark, Bright, Big B. I thought they were great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brian, obviously, you didn't bring anyone in through uh, the BFAs. Um, was that? Uh, did, did you go into the deadline day sort of um, wanting to do anything, or were you quite happy with the team you had uh... going into the final stretch? At the start of the season, I made quite a lot of changes and tried to change formation quite a lot. So I thought my start of the season was quite poor. So I made the decision just to keep my squad the same, not sell anyone, not bring anyone in, just to try and kick on for the final bit of the season, really. And that worked well. So, I mean, let's go on to Division 1. So, uh, obviously, you've won the title. Congratulations. Uh, one thirteen, drawn three, lost two. Uh, ben Aju Cooper's in second. Buncey in third. Uh, Boy in fourth. Sweaty Bananas in fifth. Sean and Morris are in uh, sixth and seventh. Shelbourne in eighth. And then Sofa and Aaron currently in the bottom. However, Aaron does play... I believe Friday, um, <clears throat> so there might be some movement, and he might take himself out of the uh, out of the relegation spot. So, Brian, let's start with you, okay? Um, so, let's start with a question. So, you've lost two games all season against Buncey and Sweaty. Do you think they were your hardest games? And if they weren't, well, was there a game that you maybe won narrowly that you thought was really tough? So, who was your toughest opponent this season? I probably agree with the statement that Ali was my toughest opponent this season. I had a bit of break from FIFA at the time and he sets up very, he's very hard to break down. So I only took one point out of the two games overall from him. So by far he was my toughest, but the surprise one would probably be Aaron, Aaron's bottom, but I always struggle against Aaron. Yeah, I mean, it is an interesting one. I mean, looking at one of your players, um, obviously, you know, this season's not done. You've not won anyone in the BFA, um, and you've opted for some more deals in the market at the start, as, you, as you've just said. Um, Ida Goodmanson was one of those players um, who's done very well, uh, top goal scorer, uh, or in yeah for yourself. Um, oh no, 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 eighteen goals with uh, Carrasco. Um, who who has been your best signing that you've brought in this season at the start? Was uh... it Goodmanson? Or was it someone else? I originally started Gunmanson out on the left, which I think he wasn't that effective, and I tried to offload him. But after a formation change, he went up front, and I reckon he was probably my best player. He just seems to finish everything, but he can move off the ball as, as well. I think he's very dangerous and someone people struggle to deal with. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it. I mean, Jam, I'm going to come to you next. Um, Buncey <laughs> in third. Now... Is that a surprise anymore, given the names in that division? No, because I, don't think I think, so. you know, Buncey's a player that's always sort of uh, been up there and sort of has made a statement in the last couple of seasons of being in that sort of top half. But again, won 10, drawn 2, lost 6, you know, only finished a point off second. It, it's not yeah. a surprise anymore, surely. I mean, it's, it is worth noting that um, Sweaty, you know, if he beats Aaron, 
twice in in his games sweaty will come uh second yeah, yeah. and obviously it would be a bit of a trickle down effect obviously everyone will finish a bit a bit lower down but um yeah no i think Bundesliga's played well um he always is uh, he, he me and him used to have really we used to be we used to have a lot of games and we used to play all the time and we'd be very much similar level um and as things go, obviously things change. And, and since now he's, he's sort of, I don't know if it's because he plays ultimate team quite a lot. I'm not sure. Um, but he seems to be in a different, different league now, quite figuratively, you know, in terms of the, the fact he's in division one. Um, but uh, no, I, I think for me, the, 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 the biggest thing, when you look at the, the form and the consistency of people around him, um, you know, it, we're talking a couple of seasons ago, you wouldn't have seen Berger, you know, losing seven games no. in a season. Um, you know, and, and and things like that, and that's that's. I think it's a bit of everything, isn't it? I think you've got you can't just lay it at other people's door and say that you know if Berger, if if maybe Sweaty, obviously we'll still don't know, obviously, but if these people would have done better, would Bunty been lower down? I think Bunty deserves a lot of credit. Um, him, Berger, and Ben have all won the same amount of games, but when you look at um, when you look at Bunty again, you know, 39 goals scored, 34 conceded. He he obviously has low scoring games for the most part. I think against Berger, he, he had some anomaly games, but otherwise they're normally quite tight. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I mean, it's going to be interesting come next season, what what sort of Bunty and Berger. I mean, Berger, you'd expect to be up there a bit further, you know, sort of, uh, you know, top two, top three. Um, I mean, fourth place for Berger. Um, he won't be too happy with that. Um, no, it's failure. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, this is guy who with um, Jaxi dominated the top division for uh, a number of seasons. So he'll be hoping to get back into those sort of, uh, you know, those top competing places. Um, Rhino, looking towards the bottom, um, I think the biggest shock there is Aaron. At the moment, I mean, obviously we've talked about how he could propel himself out of uh, those sort of top two. Um, uh, top, bottom two, sorry. Bottom three, bottom two, three faces. Um, but if he goes down this season after winning the title, you know, last season quite convincingly, I mean, that has to be the, the biggest shock of all. I think I think Aaron's probably taking his eye off the ball. Um, you know, he's, he's worrying about Joe a little bit too much. <laughs> and they're not even in the same division. He, he's he's dropped the ball, and um, and some of these guys have gone past him. So uh, I think he'll find it tough getting points out of Sweet Banana in the last game as well. Mm. Um, so I think Alan could be going down. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. I think you know, based on the form this season, um, you know, you would have to favour Sweaty. Um, Sofa, what about Sofa? Obviously, he's only won four games all season, so it's not been the best for him either. He, um, he plays a lot of games to Sofa, and um, maybe he spends too much time playing against the likes of me. Um, so <laughs> maybe he needs a few more friendlies against the, the better players. Um, so maybe Sofa's just found his level. Uh, there's a lot of good new new players these days, aren't there? And that's sort of since he was last up in that division. Um, there's quite a few different people. Um, and I've got a bit of a problem there, Ash. I'm looking at the Division 1 table. Mm. I can't see you and I can't see Jam. No. It's the first time I've looked at Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a, a first season out of the top division for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I never got relegated, so, you no. know. Well, no. <laughs> That's it. Well, at least did you're it, back did, now. Did I, River? I never got relegated, River. <laughs> Not not through footballing means, Jam. No. <laughs> well, see, as no. It was uh, it was purely financial. <laughs> if you say so. Um, 
Right, so well, talking of me and Jam, let's move on then to Division 2. Uh, so I have won Division 2 uh, this season, so uh, I've only lost one game. Uh, really, really good season for me. Um, you know, found the form. Um, that one defeat came against Mark, where I was sort of played off the park, so fully deserved it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I have managed to... Uh, turn a lot of those points um, that I would have dropped last season into wins, um, you know, including a, an opening day double against uh, Jam, who has gone up in second. Um, so again, you know, has turned that around. Uh, Mark the Shark is currently in third. Oh, well, it is third. He will be in the playoff spot um, against one of, uh, at the moment, Shelbourne, but obviously subjects to change depending on how that goes. Uh, Paul Lowe is in fourth. Obviously, Paul is now confirmed to be uh, leaving. Um, the Fantasy League. Uh, Plunkett in fifth. Uh, Bert in sixth. So they are in the middle spots. Wince is currently, uh, well, currently with season's game. Wince is in the playoff spot, uh, relegation. And then Joe and Storm are going down um, automatically. So, Jam, let's start with you. Um, and I'm going to start off with a question. Mm-hmm. So, who has been your toughest game this season? And a follow-up question to that is who has shocked you in terms of their position? Um, <clears throat> so I think you would love it for me to be saying you as the toughest game. And it would make <laughs> sense, wouldn't it? Because you did beat me, I think, like 6-1 and 5-1 or something yeah, ridiculous. Something I don't like know, that. at the start at the start of the league. And, and, and funnily enough, we are, we are quite close games. Often win, you'll often win. Those games obviously ultimately have decided it, haven't they? Because if I'd have won them instead of you, I'd be top right now, and you wouldn't. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> you've uh, you've you know, you've done really well, and congratulations for for your title win. Um, for me, I would say my toughest games uh, were my last two games against Paul. I just I, I got one point out of six for someone who's been quite inconsistent this season. Um, I just I, I he's my bogey player. I just really really struggle against him. Bertie as well, but I'd say Paul. Paul is the uh, is the person I'm really struggling against. Um, <clears throat> in terms of people who I think are in a, a bit of a false position or a bit of a shocked position, I, part of me wants to say Joe because I think obviously he came down from from Division One. Um, you know, and maybe we'd be expecting him to to sort of you know hold his own in in Division Two. Um, but I think for me, that just when you ran down the names then, I, I wasn't looking at my laptop and you got down to fifth before you said Plunkett. And that shocked me because, I mean, for so long, he was second and then yeah. third. And all of a sudden, I mean, you look at his form. His form's probably the worst on the site, maybe barring, you know, Andy Brill or Harry. Um, you know, five losses in his last five games could be even more going further back. And he only had six losses all season. So that's kind of what's thrown it away from him for him, really, um, is, is his running. So it's uh, it's frustrating for, for Plunkett. I'm sure he'll be frustrated himself. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it. I mean, obviously, looking ahead to sort of next season, you know, obviously you've been once known for sort of dipping into the market, you know, whether that's swaps or sales. Um, what do you think you need to do ahead of uh, ahead of next season in order to either compete or survive? I or mean, are you happy going in? Yeah, I mean, player-wise, I'm quite happy. If anything, I'd bring a couple of different fullbacks in maybe um, for the the way I want to play. I think that next season, it's all going to actually be about formation and, and actually similar to what Rhino said, play like Sofa does, play, play enough games to try out some different tactics. For me, I think going into a division where 
I'm not expected to probably pick up any points on 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 the whole, or or even stay up. I'm going to have to be quite inventive with the way that I um, scrape games. I think um, in this next division. Um, so yeah, no, I think for me it'll be more a case of keeping the players I've got, building on uh, sort of solid foundations, but finding the, the best systems to put them in. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, River, I'm going to come to you next, um, and we're going to look towards the bottom. Obviously, you are coming up, so. Um... You will be replacing one of the uh, of the two that are going down, Joe and Storm. Um, I, I know you've got a little bit to say, uh, especially on Joe. Oh, fantastic, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Joe scored 21 goals in 16 games. I mean, that's awful. I mean, put Brilli in that division, he's going to score more than 21 goals in 16 games. Bertie doesn't get out of his own half the time, and he, he scored 25. I mean, it, it, I don't often get this chance because Joe's always above me and better than me and everything. So isn't it absolutely brilliant to be able to take the piss that he's getting relegated from Division 2 back-to-back relegations? Not that I'm going to rub it in or anything like that at all. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have known. Like a cup final to me as well, just to, uh, <laughs> just to put salt into the wounds as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what about Storm? Obviously, he's only won two games all season, drawn four, lost ten. Um, we, is that a surprise? Obviously, he came up as well last season. He's going straight back down. Um, is that a surprise? Do you think? Or looking at the other names in that division, it, it no. sounds about right. Yeah, look, I mean, Storm's not a bad. Storm on his day can be a good player, but again, I just don't know how much he actually plays it. And when you look at the other names in that division, I don't think he is better than anybody in that division. So, no, it's, it's not a surprise to me at all that he's going straight back down. But again, if he puts the effort in in Division 3, he should do well again in Division 3 next year. If he doesn't, he could be a candidate for going straight through it. Uh, so, on his day, he's a good player. But, yeah, I think he's out of his depth in Division 2. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what he does next season. Right, we're going to move away from FIFA for now, and we're going to move over to the world of F1, and Joe is going to take it away for this week's segment. So take it away, Joe. Thanks, guys, and thanks for having me book for another F1 roundup. Since we last spoke, as usual, we've had two races. We're now halfway through Season 4 in F1 2020, and the, most recently we've raced in Canada and Singapore, Singapore being one of the harder tracks on the calendar, of course. We'll take a quick look at those results. It's been an interesting couple of weeks because over the three divisions, we've had six different winners, which is always good. Looking back at Canada for Week 5 in Division 1, it was the first win of the season for Mark the Shark after his promotion from Division 2. He won that race by four seconds from Jaminator, with Muba forever eight seconds behind and Bergerboy another ten seconds. There was a faster slap for Brian 1867, although he didn't finish the race. On in Division 2 in Canada, it was a win for Sean. He won that race by about 11 seconds from Bertie, a fantastic result for him, with Big B back in third place. Plunkett in 4th and It's Only Jeff in 5th place. Down in Division 3, and I believe it was the first win of the season for Paul Laws. Again, very close race. He won that by 8 seconds from Diadex. We had Curly Whirly a second behind him. And League Leader Emotional Worm another 6 seconds behind. A faster slap there went to Paul Laws with a 1.15.8. Moving on to Week 6, that was on Monday night just gone. Again, another first win of the season for Ben A.J. Cooper. A very close race it was, and he ended up winning the race by two seconds for another second place for Jaminator. We had Sweaty Bananas back in third in one of his rare um, runouts. We had Burger Boy in fourth, and we had Mark the Shark in fifth, who had the fastest lap of a 143.0. 
Back down to Division 2, it was a win for X Morris. Fantastic race. He won by 20 seconds from Andy Brill. We had Big B in third place, Sean in fourth and Hilly in fifth. A faster slap there for Andy Brill of a 143.6. I believe it was quite an action-packed race with a lot of penalties and a lot of false starts off the line. Down to Division 3, again, I believe it was a first win ever for Satie. He won the race by four seconds from Amen Raz, with Paul Laws back in third place, backing up his good form, with another fastest lap for him of a 146.2. Legally, the worm was down in fourth place, and Rhino was in fifth. We'll take a quick look at what that's done to the tables, because we do have some close title races. Division 1, we've got Muba Forever on 90 points. We've then got Ben AJ Cooper on 81, Mark the Shark on 80, Jaminator on 74 and Bunty and myself on 64. Very much a case of all to play for. Division 2 is even closer. We've got Big B on 93 points in McLaren. We've got Ash Cohen on 92. Sean C on 82. X Morris on 72. And X Plunkett on 60. And down in Division 3, we have got Emotional Worm on 114 points. He's clear of his nearest rival by 40 points. That's Red Rhinoceros on 74. Eamon Raz on 62, Payne Wales on 55, and Diadex on 46. Paul Laws is down on 42 points, but he's been in fantastic form. Everything to play for in all three divisions. A run of two or three wins on the trot would really take command for anyone. So there's all everything to play for. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, if you're listening and you want to get involved in the F1, just send me a PM. We've got five races left of this season. Um, Post-season, we'll be taking a look at the structure, having another vote to see whether you guys want to stick with uh, three divisions or go back to two divisions. Um, So we'll take that as it comes. Anyone can get involved anytime. It's two million scooter a week and a raffle ticket every week. So it's a great way of earning cash. Thanks, guys. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Joe. Right, we're going to move back to Division 3 now. And River, congratulations for winning the uh, for the division. You have finished top uh, with 13 wins, 2 draws and 3 losses. So a really good record. 66 goals scored, may I add to that as well. And 33 conceded. So a 33 goal difference, which I believe is the best on the site. Um, someone will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I believe it's joint with second, joint top with me, but um, nonetheless, really, really good. Hilly is in second, uh, so he will go up as well. Amon Raz is currently in third, um, who actually could win if he wins his two games in hand, could actually go into the automatic oh, spot. He's wrapped up, Ash. Um, has he play- oh, no, sorry, it's the uh, other game. No, Raz, I believe they're playing a, towards the end of the week, Raz. Um, so Raz is in third at the moment. Uh, Jeff, Diadex, Worm and Bry are in the middle spots. Tuggy is in the relegation playoff. Uh, and then Curly Worky and Rye Jones uh, are going down automatically. So River, let's start with you. Um, and again, I'm going to start with a question. So Noah Okafor, uh, Okafor has scored 39 goals for you this season. Uh, top goal scorer by far. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, was there any points throughout the season that you thought you might sell him? Maybe when uh, you got him Makuku through the uh, raffle? Uh, no, not at all, quite simply. Um, I play a 4-3-3, so Makuku just slotted into the left of that. Okafor plays in the middle of it. Um, I signed Okafor towards the end of last season, and he nearly kept me up when I looked dead and buried they couldn't quite manage it in the end and he's just been rattling the goals in all season I've had plenty of inquiries about him when I've inquired about other players people have asked me about him but no never once considered letting him go 
No, that's fair enough. I mean, looking at this season, um, who has been the easiest opponent in terms of, um, you know, being surprised or getting a good result against maybe someone that you perhaps didn't expect to? Um, it's hard to, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't say anybody has been an easy opponent. Um, I took six points off Jeff, where I normally split with Jeff. So, me and Jeff always say when we play each other, oh, if we take three points off each other, we're quite happy with that. Uh, if you get four, you're really happy. So, to take six off Jeff, I was really pleased with. Um, so, so, yeah, probably Jeff I was happiest to get six off of, of the people I, I took six off of. Yeah, I mean, Jeff is an interesting one. I mean, Brian, I'm going to come to you next. I mean, I don't know how many of the players in this division you um, have played, maybe in terms of uh, head-to-heads or just even in like friendlies or, you know, TFIs or anything. Um, Looking at the middle middle players, so Jeff, um, you know, Worm, who obviously has been up towards the top in the past, um, Bry, are there any shocks at that division? Uh, No, I think it's pretty much set out how you would expect it from the start of the season from what I've played of them sort of people but I think it's pretty straightforward in how it's ended up yeah I mean it is interesting I mean Jeff's an interesting one for me um, because you know he's a sort of mixed record this season and has only just missed out on the sort of top spots um, Rhino I'm going to come to you next um, obviously you will be playing in this division uh, next season. Unknown territory for you. Um, but, you know, Rye Jones is going down um, with Curly Worky as it stands. Um, yeah, well, automatically they will be going down. Um, are you surprised, Rye Jones? I am a little bit surprised about Rye Jones uh, going down. Um, it's a little while since I've played him, but, um, yeah, I always think he's more capable of... Uh, more capable than than some of the those further up in the division, so I am a little bit surprised at that. Um, it'd be good to renew acquaintances with some of these guys, Worm and Diadex. Um, one thing one thing I'm not surprised about that I'd like to say though, I, I just <laughs> Riverman stands out a mile in that company, um, so I'm not surprised he's uh, he's won that division. Um, and I'll be glad to see the back of Raz as well because he always beats me. So I'll, I'll be hoping that he goes up <laughs> uh, ahead of Hilly. Although uh, always have some good games against Hilly. So yeah, that, that division is. Um, uh, and what? To that. And what yeah. about the three names that are possibly coming down from Division Two: Storm, Joe, and possibly Wince. Um, <clears throat> Storm, Joe. Well, Wince. I, I love playing Wince. Uh, a lot of fun against him. Really attacking games. We played some friendlies the other day. And, and um, yeah, it'd be interesting games. Joe, um, we don't have to be on the mic, do we? In this in this league, so yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll be playing. And uh, Storm, Storm's uh, Storm's good value. Uh, I love him on the uh, on the on the F1. Um, so yeah, no, I look forward to to playing Storm. So uh, yeah, and no, I think they're all good players. Uh, all three will, are good players and, and will be fighting towards the top of the division, I think. But uh, I think I've got enough now to hold my own. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. But, so before we come to Division 4, uh, we are just going to move over to the golf. Um, and Bertie's going to take it away with this week's segment. So take it away, Bertie. Welcome to the golf section of the podcast here in the AG Clubhouse. Congratulations to start off with to both Jam and Ash, our hosts of the pod, both of whom got promoted from Division 2. 
also getting a promotion this season was Red Rhinoceros, who for the first time since FIFA 95 will be playing not in the lowest division next season. It capped a marvellous few days for him as he had just been crowned AG Tour champion for season 14. He also won the final five for season 14, capping a fantastic season for him. We had two brand new winners in the last two weeks of our regular season. Trooper, aka Curly Worky, won the John Madden Memorial at Ironfall, and Sweaty Bananas finally got rewards for sticking with it when he won the Tour Championship at Dale Hollow. This week we have a special event, a fun event, at Neighbourhood Golf, one I'm sure you'll enjoy, tee it up with some friends, some fun will be had. We've been able to welcome a host of new members to the society. The X-Men have both joined, as has Jeff, and it's great to see Big B back playing again. We also like to congratulate Gazgrass, who after weeks of trying, finally got his tour card on TGC Tours. This week we wish luck to Suda Recluse, also back playing the game, who tries for his tour card in the qualifying event. Until next time, don't forget lads, that the game is now at 12.49 in the store. It's a great bargain. So see you soon. And brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Bertie. So, Division 4, obviously, Rhino, congratulations to you. You did secure the title over the weekend uh, against Lost Boy. Um, so, let's just run through the division. So, obviously, Rhino is top. Lost Boy is in second. Soggy Cabbages is in third. So, he will go into the playoff um, against whoever is in the relegation one from Division 3. Uh, Tullers is in fourth. Wizzy Fox is in fifth. Payne Wiles is in sixth. Uh, Satie and Harry, Gazgrass and Andy Brill make up the rest of the division. So, um, before I come to your questions, uh, Rhino, um, obviously it's been a great season for you. You have now finally made it out of uh, that division. Um, well, what, what do you take from the season as a whole? Well, look, can, I, can I first do a couple of thank yous? Uh, absolutely. You Just are the one, champion. One, really. One thank you. I was I, I lost three of my first four games of this season and drew, drew the other one. So I was at the bottom and not doing not doing so well. And uh, one of my pals, um, uh, I saw a formation he was using and uh, decided to have a chat with him to see if I could get something working. <clears throat> uh, and that man is Jaminator. Um, so I'd like to thank you, thank Jam for sort of getting me going and revitalising my season, really, because I was a bit down in the dumps. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, it's just completely changed things around. So I've changed my style of play a little bit changed my forward formation about and uh, and it seems to uh, be working very well so yeah absolutely delighted love this fifa by the way i think this fifa suits me better uh, as well um definitely more of a passing game um pace maybe not so much of a of a thing this this time around so uh yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun yeah i mean absolutely so let's start with some questions so obviously coiter um, you brought him in in the season for 91 million, um, uh, possibly, I think it was a record at the time. Um, lightning pace, he's helped you secure the title, so it is 91 million well spent. Was he a player 
um, when he came into that BFA that you wanted to get regardless of the price? And was it easy to fit him alongside in your team? You know, obviously you had Wagner and Semenyo that were scoring goals for you this season. I think both finished in double digits. And then to follow up with that, how close was he to leaving towards the end of the season? Well, first of all, Wagner is amazing. He's 70 rated. Um, and not only is he fast, but he, he's, he's just brilliant. Um, why did I pay 91 million for Koita? I mean, I, I just love a BFA, Ash. And uh, that's fair enough. And he was he was the best he was the best player in the BFA. I kept quiet about it. Heard all about the rumours about people going to spend a lot of money as it was a blind one. Um, and I just thought, yeah, sorry, I'm going to go for it. And uh, and I did. Uh, and I've been I've been he's been brilliant. You know, um, he's. Yeah, no, he, he's, he does everything. So, yeah, I, I'm loving Coiter. The only thing is, I like I like Premier League players in general, players I've heard of and I know and I can watch. Um, I hadn't really heard of Coiter. I noticed he's been out injured and whatever, so he's just coming back to playing now. So that I just thought at the end of the season, I'd spent all my money, I wanted something for deadline day, and he was my big asset. And I also knew that I've got Wagner, um, to slot back in if uh, if I do sell him, so <clears throat> that, that they were that, that's the reason. Was he close? Not really. Um, you know, I had a little chat with Riverman. They had a couple of players I was interested in, but he, he's my Ocker four. I think I think he could easily score. Well, probably not in this division, but he could score a few goals for me. Maybe not thirty nine. Um, so yeah, but he, he he was he was brilliant, and he wasn't really close to, to leaving because. You know, people didn't want to, you know, they were trying to get him a little bit on the cheap, you know, and, and I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, and then my second question is, obviously, you've got the advantage over your good friend, Payne Wales, uh, and you will be leaving him in this division for at least a season. But you could end up, um, you know, playing another division, uh, another player that you've met before, Wince. I mean, obviously, we've met, we've spoke on it briefly, um, you know, just now. Um, what would be your early hopes for Division 3 next season? Um, you know, obviously a division that is new experience for you. So, um, looking at the players in that division for next season, are, are you hopeful that you can stick around or um, maybe push towards the top? Yeah, for, first of all, I just want to have a, a mention of Payne Wales. I'm a bit, a little bit confused because on deadline day, if you buy a player, right, then you, then you play him in the subsequent friendlies, don't you? Now, Payne bought Minamino in the in the um, <laughs> deadline day auction, and I've played him several times in, in friendlies, and I've not seen him. So I'm a little bit confused at what's going on with there with Payne. Why he's keeping Minamino out of the games? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, put, put that spoon away. Put that <laughs> spoon away. <laughs> Just for a bit, a bit of background, bit of background. So Payne loves Minamino, a Liverpool fan, um, and uh, had him on the last reset and uh, made it quite clear in the infamous WhatsApp group that he wanted to go for him in the BFA. Um, and there was no gentleman's agreement, therefore, because uh, Sofa plunged in and uh, sniped him at the last minute, uh, which led to Payne leaving the WhatsApp group. Um, he has subsequently joined back. So, uh, so, yeah, just a little bit of an update there for you. We've all, and, and I would say that we've all, we've all uh, chucked up okay. boys out of the pram at some stage, um, uh, me included. Uh, I remember Mark the Shark, when he, when he sold... Um, he sold a player to you, Ash. Was it uh, the goalkeeper, Schmeichel? Uh, oh, it might have been a while back. I can't remember. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, to, to answer your question, um, I, 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 
looked at, looking at the names uh, in that division, yeah, I, I think I can hold my own, absolutely. Um, judging by the friendlies, I played, uh, I was going to say Curly Worker, he won't be in there. I do quite well against Big B. Uh, I do quite well against Didex. Um, Jeff, although he hammered me the other day, I think we're, we're, we're pretty even. Um, Lost Boy. So, yeah, I think there's, there's, there's three players worse than me in that division, uh, and I, I expect to stay up. Uh, and that'll be my goal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely be interesting to see and uh, see how you fare in that sort of division. Um, Jam, I'm going to come to you next. Um, mm. The one name I want to pick up on, because we have slated him in the past on this podcast, is Soggy Cabbages. Oh, well, okay. no, not Harry, um, <laughs> but we'll come to Harry shortly. But it's Soggy Cabbages, you know, he's in that playoff spot now. Uh, possibly have a chance of going up, um, you know, in the game... Um, you know, Division Three, Tuggy, I think at the moment is in that spot. Um, so maybe you'd expect yeah, him no. possibly, or obviously if Brian's up dropping down into that playoff, then maybe it's, it becomes a bit more difficult. But um, there seems to have been a bit of a change with Soggy. He's actually attacking. So yeah. I, I, I think the situation with Soggy this season was very much similar to when he plays F1. I think he got a little, little bit bored. I think he realised. No offence, Rhino. I think he realised that the Division Four standard just isn't there. Um, and uh, he sort of obviously took a bit of a, a bit of a, a handicap on himself and lost quite a few games early on um, to make it more interesting. Because you look at his form, you look at the way he's been playing in, in recent fixtures. He's just he's just steamrolled the division. If he'd been playing like this um, all the way through, you could have been looking at Lost Boy and Rhino on a Saturday night being a, you know a fight for second or third, which uh, would have put even more pressure on. So. I think you know, Lost Boy was my tip for the division when it started. Uh, sorry, Soggy Cabbage, sorry, was my tip for the division when it started. I'm, I'm actually quite happy to see him in third. I think he gets quite a bad rap. Um, but when I play him, I don't. I actually don't find him defensive at all. Um, he doesn't. He's boring. He doesn't score many goals. Um, but I'd rather play him than Bertie or Satie or anybody like that, really. But that, again, that's my my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I think I think he'll go up as well. I, I do. I yeah, really, I really think it'd, be, up. it'd be interesting. I mean, I think based on the form, you know, going into the playoff game, you would perhaps have him um, down as the favourite. Um, River, uh, let's talk about Satie. Obviously, your player in the past who has, you know, toys with the top, um, and he was Division Three at one point, I believe. Um, you know, it's obviously a mixed record this season. You know, play five. Uh, Play 16, won five, drawn six, lost five. Um, so very mixed. Looking at those names in the bottom half, Payne Wales, Satie, um, I'm surprised to not see them higher than sixth and seventh. Yeah, definitely. So am I. I played Satie in a few friendlies the other day. And as Jam said, in the nicest possible way, he's a boring bastard, isn't he? He's really hard to get the ball off of at times. He just knocks the ball around. He's so patient. He just knocks the ball around the back and in midfield, waiting for openings. And he can be quite effective with it. He doesn't just take charge. I tend to just wallop the ball forward, get some quick guy to try and run onto it. He doesn't. He knocks it around. Totally different style. Tries and builds it up. And he smashed me in one game. And you're just like, well, how, how are you sitting seventh, like fourth bottom in Division 4? There is no way that safety should be that low. There are plenty of players weaker than he is and Payne's a shock as well because yeah Payne's always been up toward challenging towards the top of that bottom division when he's been in it and often sort of yo-yoing between the bottom division and the division above and that was when we had three divisions so yeah them two being that low 
it is a fraud, really. The thing is, though, I just very very quickly. I just about to say though, the thing is, it's a very valid point. But who do you replace them with above them? I think the division four has been quite a tough tough one to call this season because would you say that Payne and Sati are any better than say Tunners or Soggy or Lost Boy or Rhino? Maybe Wiz Fox, but you know everybody's sort of fourth upwards um, on their day. I don't know. I would expect it to be quite uh, even. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've not played Wiz this FIFA that I can recall, um, so I can't really comment on him. Um, Tunners. I think I personally think Sati is better than Tunners. I think Payne is better than Tunners. But the league table doesn't bear that out. The league table mm. tells you that Tunners is better than they are. But I think that may be with Styles again because Tunners sort of plays a similar sort of game to me. Uh, quick attackers, etc. So um, I tend to be able to pick him off easier as you can't pick off Sati quite so easily because you can never get the damn ball off him. Um, so mm. for me... I find Sati much tougher to play than Tunners um, because of their various styles of play. But I suppose when they say league tables don't lie, do they? And I say you've got to say just uh, veering off slightly. Um, congrats to Richmond finally getting out of that bottom division. We played a friendly the other week. He smashed me. I think he's four up in twenty minutes. I didn't know what the bloody hell was going on. I still thought he was shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I just jump in there? Uh, you've been very harsh on Tunners, lads. You need to play. Play him a little bit more often. Uh, he's. Um, I'm not saying he's better than uh, some of the guys you said. Tunners and Payne are very, very similar. There's only a there's only a couple of points between them. And Sati wins his game in hand against Harry. Harry gets battered everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, if, if he wins those games against, is he, is he still gonna is he still gonna get in, is he still gonna get in the playoff, Harry? Just out of curiosity, is he still got a chance? Uh, I don't think he can. Uh, can no. he not? No, no. I mean, again, you know, it's, I'm, I'm sure we'll be into next season. He'll still be got a chance of this season. It, that, playoffs, that, the way, the way well, it was that, yeah, I mean, he, he could still go above um, Sati and Payne. Although, oh, I'll say that is. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm being quite tongue in cheek to be honest, Payne. because he was saying for ages that he had a chance of still getting the playoffs, and we all knew he definitely was not going to get the playoffs. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Sorry, right now, continue. It's, I was just saying it's very, very close between all these players. Gasgrass has improved a lot. Wiz Fox did the double over me in week one. Um, you know, all these players are decent players now, and I think, you know, that, that that's what you know that that's maybe what some other people don't realise. I play a lot of these guys in friendlies. Soggy, you mentioned there. Um, so Soggy, I beat him about halfway through the season in two very tough games, but I won them both. Um, and it's he, just about finding his feet and finding something that works for him, and it, and it's clicked a little bit like it did for me. So. Um, yeah, Soggy just did enough to, to pip Tunners, but they're all very similar from, you know, all of them. Andy Brill, you know, I got a last minute or last couple of minute winner against Andy Brill um, a couple of weeks ago. So all players are, are tough these days, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting and it's been a great season. Um but it will be interesting to see, especially next season, uh, you know, some of those names that we've just said, Sati, Payne, Tunners, or they can sort of push towards the top um, in the division. Right, we're going to leave it there. Um, so thank you very much, uh, Rhino, River and Brian for coming on. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Brian, thank you for making your debut. And, um, you know, it's been great having you on. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
River, as always, thank you for coming on, and uh, obviously as well to obviously collectively, congratulations on your uh, title this season. Yeah, thank you very much. Pleasure as always. Yep, uh, Rhino, thank you as always. It's great having you on. Um, Thanks, Ash. Can I just say, everybody, get your games played. What are you waiting for? Let's get these playoff games played and then start the next season. What are we waiting for? Let's go. <laughs> That's it. And Jam, I, that, <laughs> I'm just going to say that that optimism will quickly fade in Division Three. <laughs> Let's get Joe Week One. I want him Week One. Let's get him out of the way. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I can't wait for the uh, the Rhino post start of six points. Mm. Uh, Jam. Obviously, not a champion, but in your own way. Thank you very much, uh, as always. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next season, as you, as you said at the start of the, at the, start of the episode. Maybe next season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's moral Back victory. to Division 1. Back to Division We'll have to make sure we start getting someone from Division 2 on um, next season <laughs> as well. Is it River? Uh, Just River again. <laughs> River can come back. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. And as always, um, if you are if you've not been on for four or you've not been on for a while, please do PMR for myself or Jam. You know, uh, we'd love to have you on. And the next episode will be the preview episode where we'll look ahead to the next season. So, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Mm-hmm.